T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Alrighty, Welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. A couple of things on uh, my radar right now. want to hear from those of you who have taken care of uh, your older uh, parents, possibly in-laws, what it did to your family dynamic, what it did to your fun, how rewarding it may have been, and at what point did you say, I, I can't do this anymore, I can't, I can't handle this anymore? And for yourself, for yourself, um, what are your feelings on assisted suicide? Because I'm all for it, but it's got to be, it's got to be for the right reason. Okay, it can't be something stupid like. My wife left me for a truckload of baseball players. Yeah, it can't be something like that. It's got to be, it's got to be justifiable, morally justifiable. And I'm sorry, but if you can't enjoy life and you have zero prospects of improvement, so you can enjoy life, I think you ought to be able to check out in a dignified manner as you see fit at the time, place, and hour you see fit to do it. Um, now, that being said, I'm not a real big fan of abortion. Um, what I'm talking about, I mean, too often those two issues get conflated because you, as a sentient human being with decades of experience on this planet, I think you ought to have the right to say, you know what, I don't want to end up in a nursing home. I don't want to be a burden to the kids. Please, let's make arrangements. Go to a special little room with fine decor and a nice bed with a pad on it and um and and end it and i've i've believed that since i was a little boy i don't think it's immoral um and i i find it very curious that people wouldn't tolerate their own pets going through the same agony as human beings go through i never could understand that 803-0930 star 930 and uh, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, let's get back to the calls on WBEN. Here's uh, Jake in Amherst. Jake, you are on. Hello. Yeah, good to hear from you, Tom. Uh, just had a few uh, things I can share with you. My mom uh, went into nursing home at about the age of 90 when uh, my brother and my older sister were able to care for her. They basically you know, lived in adjoining houses, so they were able to care for my mother for probably about a good 10, 15 years sharing in the burden. But it got to the point where my mom was too, uh, you know, she needed to have the assisted lifting out of chairs and, you know, showers and that nature. So she needed institutional care. 
at that point. Hmm. And she was pretty stable, good heart. Her, uh, you know, her mother and father lived in their 90s. So we have good longevity in the family. And mainly, only major issues were basically, you know, like taking your heart medication and uh, good arthritis medicine. Now, when my mother went into the nursing home, she had about half a million put away in the bank. Now, in order for her to get into the nursing home, which is actually one of the best nursing home facilities in the area. Which we're not going to know. Right, no, no names here. So she basically, they took all her money. She had to sign everything over, her retirement money. Yep. She was able to save $5, They're criminals. $5, Sorry, nursing homes to me are criminals. Right. She was able to save $5,000 for each one of us, put away into a funeral fund. That's the only money she was able to save. Mighty nice of them. A lifetime of work sucked up by the owners in nursing homes. Well done. They didn't allow you to do that. That was allowable by the lawyer we had, the attorney. That was the only thing she could set aside. And uh, within two years of her going to the nursing home, she died. Now, Gee, wait a minute. Just, just as soon as the money ran out. Right. Now, what they do, as soon as you get into the nursing home, they have one doctor that they assign you. And you cannot change any doctors you're at the total care of that doctor and whatever he decides to do as soon as within um 10 days of her checking into the nursing home he changed all her medications and would not consult with any of her existing doctors they basically is their way or the highway and so they basically change all the medications and their goal is to basically have you die as quickly as to get all your money die as quickly as possible and right. Once they get uh, – this is an important point. Once they get all of your money and before you become a ward of the state, suddenly you die. It's amazing how often I've heard this story. I'm sure it's only a coincidence. And they want the bed opened up for the next person. Now, I So have, they can uh, rape their life savings as well. Right. So I have a friend who actually works on the financial side of it in nursing homes and a company that manages – and multiple nursing homes across the country. And each one of these nursing homes is, is a separate facility, so they're not financially responsible from the next entity. So you don't have, like, two or three groups of nursing homes. You actually have each nursing home is a independent facility that cannot only one facility could be sued if there was a lawsuit. So they safeguard themselves, and all the money goes back to one major, one or two partners in one of the major cities in the U.S., the big families that own these nursing homes. And it's shocking. Dude, and, it's, I'm, I'm sorry, but can you explain to me the difference between nursing homes and organized crime? No. Because I can't. Well, it's just like taxes, anything else. Any government entity, they get all your money, and they get as much money as they can, and then you die. And uh, on the euthanasia issue, I'm, yes. I agree with you on it. I've actually done a few papers for college on it, and I agree on it completely that you should be given the right to when your quality of life deteriorates to a certain point, you should be able to make that judgment call and end it. Absolutely. You should be able to end it with dignity at the time and place of your choosing when you reasonably can demonstrate that you have no quality of life that you really wish to continue with. And you should be able to have a very quick and noble exit. And as I've said, um, I've been under anesthesia. Uh, what are we now? 26, 27, 28 times in the last six years. It's not a big deal. Right. 
Yeah, and it's easy too. Uh, my goal when I check out, I actually told my wife now that when I go, I'll basically try. I'm not going to you know, do anything stupid, but I'll do whatever I can to like save myself even through cancer treatment, you know, emergency treatment. But if they get to the point I go into a hospital emergency room and the evaluation says that, okay, I only have a few uh, weeks to live, you know, and given the options of the treatment, you know, I'll basically want to just, you know, send me back home, give me enough painkillers, keep me happy. They're not going to do that. Now, they won't do that because they're worried that even in your final death throes, you might become addicted to narcotics. Um, but, you know, I mean, I've got a whole, like, series of directives written out, so um, hopefully that is not going to happen. And and I, I don't want to hear anybody saying, oh, that's the coward's way out. Oh, Bite me. If you don't want to go through it, you know, you shouldn't have to go through it. And if you if if you wish to put your loved ones through the sufferings of your dementia and your inability to move and cleanse yourself, be my guest. That's not the way I choose to live. Certainly ain't the way I want to die. In closing, the only recommendation I can say for anybody who has family members that have to go into a nursing home, uh, if you can, can care for them as long as you can before it becomes actually physical and a mental burden or financial, you should do it because you'll prolong their life. Oh, I think so. I think I, I think so. I, I I think so too. I mean, to me, that's the it's a moral thing to do. I mean, it would be so easy for me to sell my house and move in with my mother, or have my mother move in with me. It'd be very very easy. But uh, right. you know, it's just it's one of those things. If she doesn't want it, she doesn't want it. Yeah, it has to be the point. Everybody has to be on agreement on it. You Except know, I, you're forced into it. I, I, I noticed that she hid the big fluffy pillows she used to keep around the house last time I was there. I found that a little bit awkward. I was almost insulted yeah, you, by that, you know? Yeah, you never know. All okay. right, thank you. Good sir. you. Thank you, day. man. I appreciate it. Don't worry, guys. The entire family has a very sick sense of humor, so it's okay, my loves. It is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. No, I, look, I'm sorry, but when you are coming to the end, I think you ought to be allowed a dignified, peaceful death. You ought not have to starve and thirst yourself for four months to exit. It should be as easy as being put under for a surgery. Except this one, you ain't waking up. Uh, let's go to uh, Anonymous on WBEN. Hello. Hello. Is that me? Well, I guess it is. <laughs> okay. Hi. Um, yeah, I took care of my brother um, for the last three years of his life. He was 66, went in for a surgery on his cervical spine. Mm. And he lived by himself. His wife had died 10 years previous. And since he lived by himself, the doctor said, you'll spend three to four days in the hospital after the surgery. The day after the surgery, they told me to pick out a nursing home. I didn't know I had the, op- the option to say, no, he's staying here. He's not ready. So I picked out a nursing home, which was um, close no, to me. No names. And I visited him every day for five days. The sixth day, he had a cervical collar on every day. And he was all crooked in his bed. And, I mentioned it to the nurse. I mean, I brought it to their attention. They're like, oh, yeah, he does that. That it just happens. I'm like, oh, well, fix it. Anyway. Um, hold, hold on, on because day, I, my, my love, I would like to talk to you further about this as somebody who had cervical spinal surgery back in March, and I got him to keep me overnight for one night. Uh, uh, but, oh, my God. Hold on. I'll talk to you further about that uh, coming up on News Radio 930 WBEN. Funny thing is, um, it wasn't so much the pain in the neck. It was the muscle spasms in the shoulder. Oh, I used to live for the TENS unit at the chiropractor. 
It was the only time I could actually sleep. They put that thing on. I dozed off within 30 seconds. I was like dead to the world. Like, oh, never had spasms like that in my life. Would I do it again for the neck? Absolutely, because the neck feels like 100 times better, um, complete with hinges and hardware and everything else. Uh, let's go back to uh, Anonymous on uh, WBEN. So she was taking care of her brother. Her brother had cervical spinal surgery. May I ask what he had done? Don't tell me where. Don't tell me the name of the no, surgeon. But what, what did he have who, done? Um, what did he have done? I'm not sure of the exact name of it, but he was having numbness in his arms and legs. I yeah. guess the discs were compressing. So, so. discectomy. Possibly, I don't know what it is. With but, with um, fusion, I presume. Uh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So after almost a week in the nursing home for rehab, uh, they called me one night and said he was non-responsive. His mental status had changed, and basically he was paralyzed. So I met them at the hospital ER for nine hours, and then they opened him up again. And uh, anyway, it, it's such a long story because it was three years, but he was paralyzed from the neck down. Um, and he was he was lucid. Um, he wasn't freaking out, but he was just anyway. Um, long story. But what happened was he was so he went into the hospital there for two months. I got him switched to a different hospital that had a spinal cord unit. He got a um, infection, a systemic infection. It was just a disaster for oh three goodness. years. So he went into rehab from there. And then my husband and I were snowboard snowbirds. We, I wish we were snowboards. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so he was in assisted living because the uh, rehab said, well, oh, he's plateaued. So we went into assisted living. And I can't tell you how many times he said, you got to kill me. You got to kill me. He was the youngest person there. He couldn't do anything. It was horrid. So um, it, he actually got himself into a uh, rehab facility in a different state. One of his friends took him there where he could where he was able to walk a little bit, like he needed assistance, and he was walking like Frankenstein, but he had no finer, fine motor control in his hands. So he needed help with everything. So we got him back into his house. I sold his house for him, got him into an apartment. It's handicapped accessible near me. Um, and I used to do in-home health care with the elderly, so I had some people to take care of him. Right. And took him to all sorts of doctors and mental health professionals and there was really no quality of life. He was done. He was done. Well, okay. Yeah. I don't see what what is a mental health. What is a psychiatrist <laughs> or psychologist going to tell him at that point? Really, exactly. go through life with a happy face. I know he was required to go there, and my brother has kind of a he got, got a warped sense of humor, but he he had no. I mean, he would sit there. I I went to the doctors with him. I didn't want to sit in on the the shrink with him, but. I said, well, what did you talk about? He goes, nothing. I told her. She was like, well, what are your hobbies? What do you? He goes, nothing. I don't want to do anything. I'm done. Um, you know, he didn't have any children with his, his wife. I mean, he had some stepchildren, but he was done. His quality of life, he couldn't practice law anymore. He couldn't do anything. He couldn't take, he couldn't bathe himself. He couldn't feed himself. <sighs> so um, No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. So he um, went to well he, he researched this and he put a deposit down he was all set to go to switzerland where they would euthanize him nice peaceful death then COVID hit so i can't tell you how many uh different things he tried but he didn't want us to get in trouble for any of you know of any of this and i certainly didn't want to help him but his health care aides were the most 
wonderful people in the world. We knew them it just by chance. It's like I knew them from a long time ago. One of them was actually a death doula. The other one was um, just the sweetest woman ever, and she does this for a living. And he documented, um, this is my plan. Oh, so he did research this, and he ended up doing this visa, uh, voluntarily stopping eating and drinking. His primary care physician was on board with it. Hospice couldn't do anything for him because he did not have any terminal illness. But his, um, they just gave him comfort care. And That's, the doctor you know, said... And if we did that to a pet, the SPCA would come over. Exactly. The, I know. The doctor said it will probably take about 10 days to two weeks. But, you know, every once in a while, he wanted a popsicle or a friend would stop over with a Diet Coke or something. And so 51 days. Mm. He said he was not in any pain. He was not hungry. He was doing what he wanted to do. He died with dignity. God bless him. Um, uh, God, no, I, no. Do you see anything immoral with his decision? Because I do not. And I think he should. it should have been a lot easier for him to do that in the United States. Absolutely. And that's why I said anonymous, because some people do think it's immoral that he committed suicide, that that's wrong. But oh, I don't. He did it the way. I don't either. I mean, how come we all love the song Frank Sinatra's My Way, except when it comes to somebody making a rational decision to check out? Uh, Anonymous, I'm grateful for your call, my love. I thank you so much. All right, welcome. All right, thank you very much. Jeez, now I I feel pretty good about my uh, results of my cervical spinal surgery in March compared to that poor fella. Good grief. Oh, I mean, the neck is fine. No more. All right, very little spasming in the right arm. Sometimes it shakes around, but... uh, going to be 18 months from date of surgery until full recovery so that's that uh 28 minutes after four at news radio 930 wben 803-0930 have you taken care of a loved one a lot of people do usually it's parents that was a sibling trying to think would i take that kind of care of my siblings let me um get back to you on that on uh, news radio 930 wben Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. 
Um, hey, Tanner, if you're going to make the musical bumps just slightly more manly, uh, I would appreciate that. Thank you. Um, like, for example, you can never go wrong with Zeppelin, okay? That, that, you know, you'd never go wrong with that, but... Uh, you know that that kind of stuff. That that that's not even yacht rock in my book. That's just you know it's it, it's just junk. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> poor Tanner Saunders. Don't worry, Tanner. You'll get the hang of my musical taste. Don't worry. You'll get it. Uh, Tanner Saunders doing a fine job behind the glass, making the magic happen. All right, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN, and a couple of things on the agenda. How many of you are taking care of or have taken care of elderly parents? And what kind of a strain did it put on you? Did it put on the family budget? Did it put on your marriage? Because uh, sometimes it's not easy. And sometimes, you know, you give up your own life to take care of somebody else. It's almost like being a parent all over again, except it's a total role reversal. And uh, personally, I didn't plan on going down this road today, but the last place on earth that your humble host ever wants to be in or die in is a money-sucking, greedy nursing home that's going to smell like feces anyway, and I'm going to hear people screaming in the hallways, thank you, but no thank you. I'd rather just uh, I'd rather just end it with dignity, and I think that should be an option. I think there are times where ending it with dignity is an appropriate and moral option. I'm not one of these people who thinks, my goodness, life for life's sake. Really? What if you're a tomato for 10 years in bed, unable to speak with a catheter and people cleansing your body? I don't think so. That's not that's not how I want to check out. Of course, that's what happened to JFK in Dallas. You know, he was kept in the basement at Parkland Hospital for many years. Remember that theory that was out? <laughs> Just like, are you serious? You really believe that? Okay, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Um... All right, so your stories about taking care of uh, your parents, which, by the way, I think it's a very noble thing to do. Your parents took care of you. I think you kind of have a moral obligation to take care of them, but you might not be able to. You might not have the finances. You might not have the time. You might have a full-time job. You might have a part-time job. And sometimes 24-7 around the clock, you're going to go through caregiver fatigue. That's a real big problem. And God forbid you want a day out. We had a caller earlier who said, basically, oh, you want a day out to have a caretaker take care of uh, this individual. It's going to be $600 for the day. That's what we charge. Like, holy crap. 803-0930, star 930 and uh, 1-800-616-WBEN. A couple of stories of people who have uh, starved themselves to death. And why? see, why does it have to come to that in 2023 America? Why can't you simply go to the doctor and say, look, here's the X-ray, here's the MRI, here's the CT scan. As you can see, I'm on borrowed time, and I just as soon not be a burden on my fa- on my family. I just as soon the nursing home not suck up every bit of money I've ever earned in my life, only to let me die the minute after the money runs out and I'd become a state pay patient. Um, I would like to go out on my own terms with dignity. Thank you very much. You know, with as much dignity as I can muster anyway. Uh, probably isn't much on the best of days. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN-LOVES. Um, here is Dory in Wales. Dory, welcome, my dear. You are on WBEN. Welcome to the show. 
Thank you very much. I took care of both my parents, first my father and then my mother. Taking care of my father was pretty easy. We put him in assisted living. He was in a wonderful facility. They respected him. They called him pastor. They respected my husband. They called him doctor. And we were given the best of care, probably because my husband is a doctor. But then when it came to my mother, we had to put her in a nursing home. And it was like day and night as far as the care was concerned, which I will tell you. But first, I want to correct something the former gentleman said. You have the right to choose your doctor. Your family can help you, and you have the right to say who your primary physician is. It's not up to the nursing home. They'll tell you it is, but that's not true. It's a federal law. So you shouldn't let them bully you into giving you some doctor that doesn't speak English and sees 50 patients. That's bizarre. Okay, and... But, okay, let's say, uh, allow me to interrupt here. Uh, Yeah. Your doctor of your choice is not going to come to the nursing home to visit you. Oh, yes, they are. Yes, they are. No. Come on, really? I I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine any doctor that I have coming to a nursing home to take care of me when they've got a line of 50 patients out the door. Honestly, I've seen it, and my mother's doctor came and took care of her and did her physical therapy for her. So it can be done. And well, back in the 1800s, but but I mean, when, when did this actually happen? Uh, in 2019 and 2020. God, okay, that that so, is shocking to me. Did, did this doctor well, ordinarily do house calls? Um, it was her son-in-law. So yeah. Well, okay. See, that's that's kind of that's know, it's not just a doctor. It was a family connection. So of course he came. That's true. But there were other doctors that did the same thing. But the thing is, they do have the right. They don't have to get stuck with the facility doctor if that doctor is not doing a good job, if they're overburdened. And I want everyone who has a loved one or a friend in a nursing home in Western New York to listen to this. Go visit them. Don't go at the same time. Go at different times. Never tell them when you're coming, because if they know you're coming, the person will be clean. If they don't know you're coming, they won't bother to take care of them. The room will be a mess. There will be laundry all over, and they will not have had a shower. I've had people calling me saying, how do I get a shower for my loved one? They haven't had a shower in a month. They Uh haven't had their hair washed. I mean, the care right now is terrible. Now, I don't have a loved one in a nursing home right now, and I'll tell you why. When we put my mother in the nursing home, I swore to her that I would be there every single day. I was. I went there every day. I spent my whole day there, made sure she ate. I was there for 442 days. Then when COVID came, they locked me out. So I said, okay, fine, you can lock me out, but you can't lock out Dr. John because he's a New York State licensed physician. And they locked him out. And we argued the point. And as we argued that, I went there every day and I said to them, is she eating? Because I knew she wouldn't eat if one of us wasn't with her. Oh, yeah, she's fine. She's eating. Well, two weeks later, they gave us a call and they said, you got to come right away. And the ironic thing is, afterwards, I found out that the Department of Health had given us a special exception to allow us to go in because Dr. John had written letters saying she was in immediate jeopardy and she needed his care. But they ignored those letters. Okay, so we go there on a Friday. 
after I had talked to the Department of Health two days before, and they said, no, get in there. We go there. She's dying. She's starving. She's Mm. thin. She's emaciated. She's mottled, and she's gasping for every breath. Mm. My mother starved to death for two weeks in a nursing home. So now I'm part of a group in Western New York that you may have heard of. It's don't na- I don't want the name of the group, okay? I'm sorry. I just I don't take group no. names. I don't want facility names, okay? Unless I know you, I, I can't okay. do that. No, no, that's okay, but we are we have an active group that supports seniors and that cares, okay? And the reason that we care is because Governor Cuomo asked us who cares? They died. Well, Governor Cuomo, we care. We did, we do, and we always will. We care. Um, but, I mean, again, I just want to get back to this idea. Um, for as close as I may be to my physicians, um, there is no way they can afford to leave the office to come to some nursing home and examine me. It isn't going to happen. I'm going to be stuck with potluck. Okay. I'm going to get stuck with somebody who uh, went to medical school in the Caribbean and the boards were, draw this pirate, you're now a doctor, you know? Well, you know what's interesting about those doctors? They don't have the first four years of regular college either. None of the foreigners do. They go right into medical school. They, You know, our doctors have to go to another college for four years and then they pick their specialty and then they take four years of medical school. So or they, they have, have like their specialty. They have their specialty picked for them by virtue of the big test they all have to take. Correct. But all I'm saying is, you know, you have an American doctor. He's got eight years of college. You have one from India. He's got four years of college, maybe. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I've had some excellent Indian doctors. I've had some excellent foreign doctors. Um, And actually, my primary doctor is actually from the Caribbean, and he's awesome. Okay, but some of them don't speak English. They, they can barely communicate, and these people are older. And that's another problem that we're facing now because they're, with the shortage, they're hiring people who aren't uh, language-adjustable with our English. Profi- yeah, exactly. And so they have these people who speak God knows what, and the residents don't know what they're saying, and it's really not legal for them to be talking in another language, in front of the residents or to themselves or to each other, because the nurses but, don't know what they're saying. Excuse me, but the patient bill of rights, I think this would be covered under that. Um, doesn't your loved one have the ability to ask for a translator? If, uh, if, if the doctor is not proficient at English, it seems to me that you should be able to ask for and receive a translator within a limited amount of time. You've seen the signs hanging up in hospitals in about a million different languages saying, hey, if you need a translator, let us know. You know, Tom, what I always say is have, you know, talk to someone else that's gone through this and see if they'll help you, see if they'll guide you. Learn from my mistakes, okay? I trusted the facility. I figured after 442 days, they wouldn't lie to me. And I figured that they would respect the doctor enough to tell him what was going on. And then I found out later that they didn't want him in there because they knew he was a mandatory reporter and he would have blown him in for all the stuff they were doing. And yet Governor Cuomo's begging all these doctors to come out of retirement and help, and they're throwing doctors out of the facility because they don't want what they consider spies. Well, and then they didn't want people to get, or they needed people to get vaccinated. Then they wonder why when they fired people, they had such a staffing shortage. Uh, Believe me, 
may have talked to enough doctors and nurses over the uh, pandemic period to uh, have some clue what it's like inside hospitals and healthcare facilities, and it's not exactly a pretty picture. Um, in particular, the registered nurses, the LPNs, the people in the uh, kitchen, they bust their asses. They really do, oh, as do the doctors. Absolutely. Uh, I thank you kindly. Dory, I must move on. I thank you kindly. Um, and when, when Dory kept talking about Dr. John, you know, Tanner, I kept thinking of another Dr. John, who I don't even think was a doctor, but that was his stage name. This was a big hit in the 1970s. Is it disco? Is it funk? Is it New Orleans? What is it exactly? This is Dr. John, not the guy who's at the nursing home. Are you old enough to remember when this song was played every two minutes on the radio? They alternated between this and Nights on Broadway by the Bee Gees. Come on, how many people remember the Dr. John song? I was in the right place, but it must have been the wrong time. Used to play that constantly on GR, constantly. All right, let's get back to the calls on uh, WBEN. And it is, uh, and also uh, Ring My Bell. No, that was a big one on KB. Uh, Anyway, and Minnie Ripperton. Sorry, am I dating myself? Probably. Here is, uh, oh, she had a voice like a songbird. She died a long time ago, but wow. What what unrealized potential, what she could have done had she lived longer. Minnie Ripperton, look her up. Uh, Here is Bob on a cell phone. Bob, you're on WBEN. Hello. Uh, Yes, I have had uh, for years numerous uh, occasions to uh, work with individuals who uh, are in uh, nursing home care or in hospital care or uh, hospice care and such across this entire country. And I found that individuals under that care would be better off being put in the SPCA. The, the care is atrocious. And the biggest excuse I hear all the time, I hear it so much it rings in my head. Oh, we're understaffed. Yep. Uh, and they are. You being under you being understaffed should have no effect on the patient. I went into a nursing home to uh, get care for a uh, individual, and they. Uh, so, well, you're going to have to pay for the transportation to the uh, doctor's office. I didn't care. Okay, fine. I'll pay for the care. Oh, what's a $3,000 ambulance ride? That's that's another racket, ambulances. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, ho- hold on. I, I want to talk to you more, Bob, but i got to put you on hold because I'm a prisoner of the clock. I hope you understand that, my friend. I'm sorry. I, I have to do it. Uh, what, what an interesting show so far. And uh, kind of curious, have you taken care of an elderly loved one at home? I think it's a very noble thing to do. I've offered to live with my mom. I've offered to have my mom come live with me just so I can keep an eye on her. She doesn't want that. So I've got her the uh, Catholic health uh, thing, the bracelet she, not the, the necklace she wears around her neck, obviously, if it's a necklace. Um and uh, a smartphone, which she actually knows how to uh, how to use. So at least I, I have some comfort in that, even if she doesn't want me um, living upstairs and uh, entertaining 
someone upstairs. Um, anyway, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, actually, at this point, I really don't care. I don't think she really cares too much uh, if I entertain company upstairs. Anyway, sorry, too much information? Probably. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.